Welcome to This Week in Brattleboro History, produced by the Brattleboro Historical Society. The Brattleboro Historical Society was founded in 1982 as a non-profit organization by a group of local historians and civic leaders interested in Brattleboro's past. Part of the Society's mission is to collect and preserve historical artifacts, documents, photographs, and data of persons, places, and events significant to Brattleboro from its earliest days to the present and to disseminate Brattleboro's history through research, exhibits, and interpretation of the collection for the education and enjoyment of the community. A few members of the BHS Board of Trustees thought it would be a worthy endeavor to enter the world of social media. The BHS decided to give it a go. A Facebook page, an Instagram account, and completely revamped website were completed to make its work offering events and Brattleboro history to the World Wide Web. What better way to inform the community and hundreds of others, former residents, and travelers who live anywhere in the world than via social media? When it puts a posting on social media, the BHS has no idea who or to what degree it will be viewed or commented upon. Sometimes it can be eye-opening. Sometimes comments develop into discussions with suggestions. Sometimes people want to share their memories of the past or share a piece of their own Brattleboro history. The Brattleboro Historical Society is lauded for educating viewers who never knew that about. The BHS thought you might be interested in seeing what the viewers to its social media sites and website were saying. We will start with a Facebook posting that appeared on July 31st, 2022. It was a photo and article of the history of the popular Flat Street nightclub. We had interviewed the owners, Dennis and Linda Smith, in addition to other research. The result is astounding. As of this writing, 43,202 people have seen this post and it received 345 comments. Let's take a look at a sampling. I proposed to my wife there in 1979. Wow, what a great article. I loved going there in 1982. We always had a great time. Yes, our group always went to Hojo's afterwards, too. Don't forget about that huge chair they had. Great article. Spent many weekends there. It's where my husband and I started dating in October 1981. Great article. I remember Flat Street very well. Always had a good time. Never had a problem getting in or had one once we were in. This was the place to be. It was such a fabulous place. I was in the fashion show. Halloween, in particular, was spectacular. I vividly remember the spider web of rope over the bar and hundreds of incredibly creative costumes. Be proud, Dennis and Linda. It was the right time and place for Flat Street. So glad to have been there for the good times. I lived in Greenfield, Mass. at the time, and we got out of work at 11 p.m. and headed to Flat Street for the disco contest, and my fiancé won that night. The good old days. It was a great place to go. We miners in Massachusetts were legal in Vermont. I remember going there and back to Keene State College with friends. Great fun. 
went there once with Joe Walsh and Jody. He, Walsh, was so concerned he would be recognized. But he wasn't. I think he was slightly disappointed. Really great read. Something I'm glad to have learned. What a great piece of history of what a community in coming together can do. The possibilities are almost nearly endless. Great story of the startup of Flat Street. Had my wedding reception there with the Don Ashworth Band. Great memories. Thank you, Brattleboro Historical Society. Thanks for sharing a wonderful piece of history. Larry Block would have loved it. My grandfather, Preston, used to own that building, and Andy had a Ford garage across the street where the parking lot is now. When I was a teenager, Brattleboro was regarded as a daring destination. Going from Keene to Brattleboro to go to Flat Street felt so sophisticated when I was 18. Wow, great article. This is amazing. The BHS posted recently on the Brooks Library. Here are some of the responses. I love that library. It used to look so big from the front. This picture makes it look smaller than my memory does. But those very same steps were a great meeting place for friends, and a couple of them used to wow me by jumping from the top step to the sidewalk, ski jumper showing off. Inside, I took advantage of synopsis of classics to assist with the book reports and poring over Lovejoy's college guide to select my dental hygiene school. I remember braving the creaking wooden boards of the second floor to look at the Cortez suit of armor. And I agree with so many others that it really is a shame progress back in 1967 meant tearing down such an important part of our past. Many other small towns still have their older public buildings, even if they are used in a different capacity than what their original purpose may have been. At least we have this photo to remember it by. I so miss the library. I started going there when I was in first grade. Downstairs to the left was a space for children, and to the right, I would say fifth or sixth grade through junior high. Upstairs, everyone else. I have never gotten used to the new one, even though I use it all the time. I remember the kids' library was downstairs. Loved that place. While in junior high school, I volunteered in the children's room at our Brooks Library. Miss Rachel Bodine was the librarian. I recall the entrance was on the ground level, curled around and under the granite steps and up into the main library. If you look closely at this photo, you will see that entryway. I remember our fourth and fifth grade class from Green Street School visiting the library's second floor to practice what we had learned about the Dewey Decimal System. At that time of my life, it seemed amazing. I remember the old library as a kid in 1965 and until it was torn down a few years later. I loved all the brass railings, the spiral staircases up to the upper tiers of bookcases, and the large skylights in the roof, the fireplaces in the front of the reading parlors, and all the beautiful woodwork everywhere. An Oak Grove School Neighborhood article elicited these responses. Great job. Learned so much. Thanks for sharing. Really interesting. Thank you for sharing. What a wonderful article. Thank you. I grew up and lived at 60 Clark Avenue on the corner of Marlboro Ave. There have been 185 Brattleboro Historical Society, Brattleboro Reformer weekly articles appearing in Saturday's Reformers and 370 podcasts. 
The podcast can be found at soundcloud.com. Brat Historical Sock. Twenty years ago, two high school students, Ben Tucker and Mike Cohen, began the first iteration of the Brattleboro Historical Society website. Here's what Ben said about the project. The idea is to bring Brattleboro's history to a wider audience. I can't really say I knew much local history before I started this, but there are some really neat, zany characters that came through here at different times, and the internet is a great place to tell their stories. We agree. Please join us next week for another story from our community's past.